Isn't that for like, like silly though? I mean, it is silly. I mean, that's not actually how he does it, right? No, that's actually how he does it. No, it's silly. No, Levi, he usually puts them sideways. I'll have a stack going, and he'll put them in the side. And I will... My favorite dinosaur is the Ankylosaurus and Ankylosaurus, however you want to say it. Uh, oh, hell yeah. And I think it was the bomb.com because it had little spikes on its back and it had the giant bludgeon tail, and I just think that it would be such a good dinosaur. <laughs> it would be? I think it was. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know for sure. It was the best dinosaur. That's what I think. <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to throw around crazy terms like best with such an opinionated audience. Yes. Vivian, <laughs> we all know how you feel about dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a five-star review sharing us your favorite dinosaur on Apple Podcasts. It's not for the intro. You can't plug the intro. Um, I just did. Oof. Impressive. <laughs> all your base are belong to me. Yeah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I actually don't know that reference, so I feel bad now. <laughs> Butt liquor, our prices have never been lower. <laughs> uh, are you using me? Yeah. Oh. I, the last one. The first computer game I ever played was Roller Coaster Tycoon Ooh. on the computer. And it was oh my God. such a blast. It was back in the day when you had like a family PC, and it was just yeah. like out in the living room. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and fun fact about that, the uh, developer made that, it was written by one guy, at least the initial version, I don't know about the rest. And it was in assembly language, which, if you know programming, it doesn't even feel like a programming language. Yeah, it's just very archaic. But good for him, it's impressive, and it was a really fun game. Dope. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Levi. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And this is Rogue Ramblings, a podcast featuring controversial topics, interesting ideas, and random nonsense. Boom. Leave the boom there. It won't make it stop. Alyssa. So, as the master debater, it's my turn to bring a topic to the table. I am bringing favorite video games. I just thought that would be like a fun, like even go down memory lane of video games. Riley immediately just triggered some of my memories of Roller Coaster Tycoon, specifically that one roller coaster where it like, like it went in like a circle and then it went like straight up in the air, you know? Yeah, the loop. It always broke though. Mine always uh, broke, and within yeah. like a certain amount, of, I don't know, days, weeks, I don't know exactly how quickly time passed in that game. But it would always go flying off and people would die. Like, literally, I tried it, like, four or five times, and I was like, that's it, I'm done putting this in my park because I keep getting sued. But I think oh we, kept, we always played in sandbox. Oh, that's true. So, so I guess it didn't really matter. didn't matter, but the killing people and getting frustrated with them. I think the more frustrating part was trying to keep your visitors happy, and they're like, there's too much trash. And you're like, oh my god, there's always seven trash. custodians, and there's not a single piece of trash on the ground right now, and I have a trash can literally every foot. What and also people would throw up all the time. Oh, yeah. So you'd have to deal with that. You had to have custodials just for cleaning up throw up. I have a funny... So when I played that, I, I, did, I didn't know there was a sandbox mode. Or maybe there... Was it the first game you guys were talking about? Yeah. I don't I think know which so. one. We played one... It was on the PC. One. I think it was one of the newer ones, or, like, older, I guess. It came with the, like, zoo one, though, too. Well, like, it was, like, Zoo Tycoon and Royal... Roller Roller coaster. Roller coaster Tycoon, and it was like all in one. Huh. Yeah, so you could play both. I don't know. It was a cool little. Attention. Oh. oh my god, Bella! <laughs> um, I have a roller coaster tycoon on my computer still, and it doesn't have a sandbox, and so I don't play. <laughs> yeah. So when I used to, to do excuse our dog. was because I was playing the campaign mode, and whenever I had unhappy guests, the way you make them happy was like you'd have an entertainer. Like walk around them and like entertain. Yeah, like in like the mascot costume way. and stuff. Yeah, so I take I make a little island separate from everybody else. <laughs> and and drop them on there. I put like four entertainers <laughs> on there and drop everyone unhappy on there until, until they're happy and they yeah, take them back off. Leave. I, that is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. Very maniacal. Was that the first video game you remember playing? Yes. Oh, I think for me and you, it was probably like Earthworm Jim and um, Sonic the Hedgehog on N64. Because I'm pretty sure we that, played that before we started playing PC games. We did. But Josh introduced us to Super Smash before we really understood video games. Is that? I thought that was like we would play like Sonic before that because we played Super Smash on the GameCube, I think. We did, but I remember um, 
Josh gave us, or Mom gave us his Genesis and his Eddie's. And yeah. I remember playing in your room on Flying T yeah. after we moved back. And Sonic. You had to flip to channel three one. and all the chords had to be plugged in. <laughs> <That's>, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the red, the yellow, and the, um, the blue? white. White? It was white. Even today, I don't like changing the TV input. input. I'm like, this is too much work. Let me have, <laughs> I have to press a button. <laughs> no. Um, but no, I swear it was GameCube first because. Um, Wow, Levi and your dog, huh? For real. I'm like, let's just make this a nice, easy editing podcast where we don't have any mistakes or things that need to edit out. And then two seconds in, Levi burped. We don't have to edit that out. You don't have to. I hope you guys enjoy burp ASMR. We can spin it. We can say, hey, post in a comment what time Levi burped. And you'll, <laughs> you'll get a $5 Amazon gift card. No, you won't. No. <laughs> We can't, we can't commit to that. I can't commit to that, no. 50 cent gift card. <laughs> but, no, I swear, because I have very vague memories of Super Smash, my other ones of, like, Sonic and all that was, it's more clear. Mm. And I think that was when we had kittens under the house, too, in that time era, so. Do you remember how you won, was a Game Boy Color out of a cookie package? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. It was legit that, that one with the little elves in the tree. Yeah. That brand. Oh my That's god. The Keebler, the Keebler elf? I think like so, a yes. Brand? No, it was a cookie brand. It was one that had. I don't know where my phone Oh, here it is. I threw it at you. <laughs> Shoot. It's one. But I remember I did the stuff and I like sent in the thing and won a Game Boy Advance color. Game Boy color or Game Boy Advance? Uh, color. I meant color. That's awesome. But, yeah. Hmm. Was that was cool. my first handheld. Keebler. It was Keebler. Do they do cereal? That's they do awesome. cereal, yeah. They still they do cereal? Not cereal. Yeah. It was cookies. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was cookies. Fudge stripes. Okay. It was a fudge stripes. Because we'd um, always eat those. It was like you opened up the package and there was like a, oh, you won. It was like one of those, you know, back in the day when they used to like do the giveaways. Yeah. Lunchables did that a lot too. Or be like, open up the package and you'll like, you could win a trip to meet Zach and Cody. Like straight up. I'm pretty sure that was an exact Lunchable one. Oh, so it was because like, we aimed for it. But yeah, and you like open it up and you look inside like, sorry, not a winner. It's like, oh man, you know. So I remember that you won like a Game Boy through that, and I was yeah. so jealous because like I don't, I don't know exactly how we well, decided. You ended up getting the SP. I did, so but I think we bought that. I don't think that was like a We did buy one. that, but I think maybe that's probably I think why I you got that. I have Lauren's. Not that she listens to this podcast, but the red one. Yeah, <laughs> the red. I have my best friend's SP, and I don't know why or when she gave it to me, and every so often she'll, like, bring it up and be like, do you still have that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it still turns on. I found it the other day and turned it on. It still works. Cool. Have the Sims, uh, herbs? Was it on yeah, there? that one I hated. There was one I spot that I could it. never get past. Oh my god, you, like, rented an apartment, you had to go shoot hoops and, like, yeah, get out of jail, and you had to mob. It was fun, though. You never played the Sims herbs? I've never played any of the Sims games. <gasps> Who are you? That doesn't surprise me. Kind of, but like never more than like making your family and then like, I don't know, maybe an hour. My favorite was always building houses. We used to spend hours playing and then like you'd make people you knew. I remember one time I I had this save file that um, I made me and Nikki and Josh and at the time we were all single. Oh, right. And so I I made this all like significant others. It was like based off of like people that like I thought looked attractive. I don't know. And so me and, and then me and Josh didn't want to work. And so I was, I was like, none of us ever have to worry. It'll be fine. We don't need money. And then Nikki Sim like took it upon herself to get a job. And so I made her husband also get a job. And then, so they were the only two working and me and Josh uh-huh. and our spouses were just <laughs> And then literally one time they started complaining because we were being too loud. And like, they were like, we can't sleep. We have work in the morning. They're being too loud. So I moved their bed outside. <laughs> and <laughs> Staying and partying and have fun and like hang out in the hot tub and Nikki would be sleeping outside so she could go to work the next day. Didn't one of your Sims also have a baby and then make my Sims yes. take care oh of my it God, in that yes. same house? Either me or what? Josh's Sim wife had a baby and then like I didn't want like we it's not that I didn't want them to take care of it but like they'd be doing something else and like the baby would start crying and he would just be like oh, and just like go over and start taking care of it. To implement the strategy in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, Nikki, actually, I'm really busy. Could you please take care of my baby? No. Thanks. And go to work for us. <laughs> and go yeah. to work for us. Pay for all our bills. I'll put your bed outside. <laughs> Rude. God. But, Levi, what was the first video game you remember? I can't remember if the first one I remember would be like Ali's Playhouse on the home PC. What the fuck? Or um, like Mario Kart. Ali's Playhouse was like a learning game. 
From what okay. I remember. Man. I think it was like an alien or something. Oh my it god. It was like you'd find things and be like, where is this? And you'd click on like where it was. Nikki. It was like, I don't, all I know is it was Allie's Playhouse and it was a big deal. Do you remember there was that one where it was like, I don't even know if you remember, but there was like yeah. a game like that where it's like educational and they're like the little elves and you like ran around and like you had to like do math to like solve things and like get to different places. And I remember I got so frustrated once because it's like I couldn't do it that I literally just like stopped playing the game and never went back. Huh. No, I remember Aunt Debbie had a lot of those educational Well, she had, like, the type one where it was, like, you had to type the words always, like, the well, shark she, would eat you. She had one that was, like, a, a, I don't know, it says it's Alice Playhouse. It was on the computer, though. Well, yeah, that's for the computer. Oh. Well, I th- it looked like a book or something. Oh, no, it's, a, like, a little CD drive. Like, oh, yeah, things were on CDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, Aunt Debbie had one that was, like, a... I don't know, but you had to go through, and you were in, like, this Indiana Jones-type thing, and you'd go on all these adventures, and, like, sometimes you'd have to solve math problems to get through, and sometimes you'd have to, like... Spell a word. Spell a word, or do, like, all these tests in a certain amount of time. It was cool. I liked that. Yeah. I had a number of educational games. Like, maybe, like, Scholastic games. Yeah. Maybe. On PC as a kid. And I am so nostalgic about them. Like, I don't remember any of their names, and I've actually tried to find them, but I would play them so hard, to, like, to this day, I would. And I'd probably <laughs> kill me, it'd be so boring, but, like, I, I, it kills me that I can't remember the name, because, like, I can't play them. I don't know what they are. But That's I That's the worst, like I said, like, I just have, like, the most vague memory of this game, and it's like, I don't even know if I'd recognize it if you showed it to me, yeah. but, like, I just... It's like it's one of those that you could like almost touch it, but it's like just foggy and like you're like on the other side of like a fogged glass and you're like looking at it, you're like, I remember you. <laughs> I remember I think the only time we ever played educational games was at Aunt Debbie's house when we were homeschooled and we had that extra time after. Because the only person in our house that put educational or put any games on the PC was Josh. Yeah. And oh my god. Do you remember GTA? Yes. Which version was that? Like, oh, it was two, the one where it was like like a two D version almost, like and like it was like above, and then it's like you're like this little cartoony character, like very cartoony, where it's like like a brick person like almost. Before, like San and it's like yo, know, you like have the gun, but it like looks like if like a kid was to draw like a gun, where it was yeah. like you know, just like literally a very basic square. Yeah. That was the thing. You ran to the payphones and they gave you like a missions, quest and then you ran to do it. I'm pretty sure it was like top view. It was top and, like you view. ran around and then you could like fart and there's a bunch of Elvis impersonators. Yeah, I think Josh modded the fart in there because you could push a button. Every time you pushed it, it would put either fart or burp noise. Yeah. And so we just run along and do that and then steal cars and I don't think Josh ever put educational video games on our PC. I don't think so, but yeah, no, it was we went to Aunt Debbie's a lot when we were on summer break because mom and dad both had to work. Well, so they dropped we us off. Too. Did we go over there when we were mm-hmm. school? I thought mom was like homeschooling us mostly. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, but there were a couple years there. And then we'd always play with the dollhouse too afterwards. Oh my gosh. And we had to do our little computer ones. That's when mom got us our first junkie laptops. That's right. But that, so I do remember that doing that with there. mom. We did it at Aunt Debbie's too. Or at least I did. Maybe you were back in school. I think I was back point, in school. But, yeah. Yeah, that's right. We were homeschooled kids. For, like, two, years. So, what is your guys' current favorite video game? Before we get completely sidetracked by nostalgia, which I'm sure yeah. we'll go back to it. <laughs> but current favorite video game? I think for me? Yeah. Um, a game called No Man's Sky. It's like a space open world space exploration game. Or Kerbal Space Program. He's another space game. Kerbal Space Program is like it's more of a simulator, and you actually have to, like, do kind of quick math. And so it's, <laughs> it's not nearly as fun, because <laughs> you have to, yeah, do more engineering type stuff. But it's, you can get lost and do hours building complex rockets. Same with No Man's Sky, though. So really quick for you guys to understand, it was GTA 2, and this was the play. That is it, yes. We'll have to post that to our Instagram and Facebook, so yeah. keep an eye out for that. Oh my gosh. That's a we dead will be guy, posting so that's it. when you run someone over, they just lay flat like that. And we had to like turn it off whenever mom would come in the room because oh, yeah. she was like, what are you guys playing? We're like, nothing. Nothing. Like, so when I was probably like uh, six and my brother, I mean, he was, maybe we were a little older than this, but we were so way too young for this game that my grandma had on her PC. We'd go over there and it was like, I think it was just called P- Prairie Dogs. 
And it was what? awful what? because you literally just shoot prairie dogs. <gasps> That's all you do. Oh no. But it was Gosh. so gory, like over the top gory. Just like Quentin Tarantino directed game. <laughs> like I remember thinking, like, I'm too young for this. Oh no. <laughs> I feel like that was GTA two for us. That, I don't know why, but when, as soon as you mentioned your brother, it, like, triggered this memory in me where it was watching Josh play Tony Hawk at, like, this skating game, and then, like, because he, I remember distinctly he lived in, like, the downstairs bedroom, and we'd go down there and hang out with him, and it was so gory, like, when you'd wipe out, like, they showed blood everywhere. Yeah, blood smears on the cement. Yeah, and then, like, you'd ride past it again, there would, like, still be your blood smear there. Yeah. And, like, so he didn't want Mom to know that we were watching him play. It's, like, whenever he'd come down, she'd come downstairs, like, because you could hear the door open and, like, hear them walking down the stairs, and he had his TV on, like, the far side of the room. Um, so he'd just, like, pause it and be like, oh, hey, Mom, what's up? <laughs> he did that with a lot of video games that we should not have been watching. I think my fear of zombies comes from some of the video games that Oh, my God, the one, the zombie it. game that was on the Xbox 360, where it's, like, you were, like, stranded and you had, could use, like, anything. Yeah, you could, like, go to the mall, but I think there was, like, more bear. to it. Yeah, you could use, like, a teddy bear as a weapon. Like, anything you could pick up, you could use as a weapon against zombies. It was pretty amazing, but I remember there was one scene where he basically, in order to get to a survivor, had to hop on the heads of zombies and he kept getting sucked down into it and i think that's what did my fear because i still vividly have that memory of the millions of times he'd go through trying to hop over the zombies to get to this survivor and getting dragged down and eaten dang so gruesome so back to favorites <laughs> yeah by the way as we got oh, yeah, current favorites uh I, that's hard i think i'm i'm kind of torn right now um but playing a lot of minecraft a lot of modded minecraft because it's different with every mod pack. It's always new. Um, I'm a big fan of the Borderlands series, but mostly for the storyline. Like, if we had a question of, like, best storyline mm. in Borderlands, this would be job for them. We should talk about best storyline. We will story come to that, yes. We'll do this real quick. Anything else? And uh, a game called Hades. Hades? It's uh, by Supergiant. They did a really good job. It's pretty cool. The premise is that you're, uh, you're the son of Hades, and you're trying to escape, uh, like hell, or yes, the that's underworld. Cool. But it's pretty neat. Yeah, you have a like hate relationship with your dad. Oh, that's really it's interesting. Think yeah. someone's got to beef with this. It's pretty cool. Good, good voice acting, good play style, good mechanics. Nikki's wrong about anything she has about <laughs> their opinion on Any it. Any sort of follow up that Nikki's about to say is completely invalid. I enjoy it. It's a good game. It is fun to play, and it's got a lot of good dynamics. Uh, it's still newer. All right, so you're done. Nobody else. <laughs> but I'm hoping on one of the updates because you go through different layers of hell, and um, every time you use, like, there's six different weapons now. Yeah, there's six main one, right? ones, and then like each one has like three. Yeah. Subtype changes. Anyway, every time you go through it with one of the weapons, you don't get like the main prize for beating that level's boss. And you move on. And I think that it would be really nice if they let you go to the next one with that weapon. But instead, every time you die, you have to restart. Oh. And so you get to the like third one. Movie. It takes about, I don't know, five to ten minutes to get through each little area. And then you go to the next one, and you beat it another, you know, five, ten minutes, and then you go to the next one, and you die halfway through. Okay, now you get to start all over. You don't get to try and fight that mini boss or anything. Oof. You have to go back to the beginning and run through everything again. And I know that's kind of the thing of the game, but for me it's really frustrating because I think at least when you beat it with one weapon, let me go to the next area and start with that weapon, you know? I don't... I have a certain limit of playability with repeat games. That's fair, because you get angry and more rage quit. Like, I mean, I'm not adding you specifically, just like in general, I feel like I feel the same way. Yeah, and then I don't want to get back into it, because it's like, okay, well, I haven't played in a month or two, and I don't remember how to successfully go through these, and so it's going to be a learning curve again. And, Yikes. Counterpoint. Dying drives the story when you get back to the place like where you started. It makes story events happen. And also, okay. you can beat the entire thing in 25 minutes. Oh, wow. So, if, if you, you were to cut out it, the phases... I, my runs are about 25 minutes Yeah, each. you grind it. You, you sit there and play over and over and over again. Yeah, I'll do like 25-minute runs back-to-back. Yeah. He's like a speedrunner. 
it, well, that's the standard runtime. <laughs> when he was getting up to that point, he would sit there yeah. and play over and over and over again. Whereas I can only play a game like that for maybe an hour or two. Riley can sit there for you know three hours, take a break, work, whatever, come back, play again for three hours. It's so, a valid point. It is a little repetitive. You have a lot more patience than I do. What's your current favorite game, Nikki? It's hard. It fluctuates a lot. Yeah, um, the kind of mood you're in. Yeah. And, like, I'll get little kicks, and then I'll fall out of them pretty quickly if I don't play a lot. Um, probably Borderlands, the pre-sequel, just because that's the one we're playing right now. Mm -hmm. We had a goal to play through the Borderlands series before the third one came out on Steam, and that didn't happen because I kept getting kicks in other games. And so we finally started playing the pre-sequel, and, I don't know, that's the one that I think about the most. Yeah. My current favorite is very lame, but I'm loving Animal Crossing <laughs> New um. Horizons. I, I literally spent a couple hours every single day playing that game, and it's been a long time since I've been so invested in a game. Yeah. It's so fun, though. If you like the original Animal Crossings, any of them, I think we jumped in when it was on DS, the OG DS. So I don't know exactly what one that was, but that's like when we started liking it, and it's so much better than that, and it's so fun and enjoyable. And, yeah. What was your favorite childhood game? We played a lot of Sonic. I remember like very distinctly playing a lot of Sonic because there was only like the three levels, and we just played the three levels over and over and over and over. Well, again. you never let me be Sonic. I was always. Too that old. is not true. We took turns. Sounds uh, like an older sibling. Oh thing my god, age. no! But we took turns. No. Also, <laughs> Super Smash. I I probably have at least like a hundred hours in that invested. What about Wow? Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I think I spent more time on Wow than any other game I've spent in my entire life. Like even the new expansion came out, and I think oh god, there might even be one out now that I haven't gotten. But the one I got. Either the most recent or the second most recent one, and like just played to level cap on my fucking character, and then I like never touched it again. So, if they moved up level cap, I'm no longer at level cap. But we were like one of we like played vanilla WoW back in the day. Oh yeah, like we were before the first expansion came out, and like you had to be level ten as a hunter before you ever got a pet, and it was so grindy and hard, especially as someone who like didn't understand questing games very well. I think that's my pet peeve with it, is that they made it too easy now. Well, it's like, just because we have so many levels. Like, back when that was that hard, like, there was, like, a level cap of 60 or, like, 40 or something was, like that. Yeah, 40 or 50 or 60 or something. Like it was 40, between 40 and 60. And so it was, like, they had to make it harder because it's, like, otherwise you'd fly through it and I be at the top. I that more. I felt like the quest had more substance. It wasn't like you're just going through these little ones the whole time, you know, that they're quick and simple, but... Go kill Always this wolf. Go kill ten wolves. Yeah. Okay, now do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Go like kill that. ten murlocs. Yeah. Right. Oh. Go kill ten rats. Get this item from them. Get this item from them. Get this item from them. Like, mm -hmm. it's never ended. And, I don't know. I think the quest in them. I have. Very beginning were. Hundreds of hours in that. They probably even, like, reaching to a thousand. Like, so much time to sound like game. But I feel like they were more, um, unique each time and in each starting area they had some similarities but it was so different and then now they're just keep running out of ideas well i feel like each area is unique it's just a matter of like you play it so many times because if you're like a long-term player of the game you're gonna come back to like the same the yeah you know, oh i want to be a like a night elf again or i want to be a blood elf again or i want to be a gnome again and it's like once you play through it once it kind of loses its appeal because yeah. you're like okay I know the quest I know what I'm doing I know how to grind this out and nowadays with dungeons where it's like you can just queue up you just hit 10 and then buy those um, I can't remember what they're called like the XP items where it's like you just get triple XP from dungeons and it's like you just buy all those and then just grind through it yeah the uh, first MMORPG I played was called Perfect World and I, I played a like a female character Oh. And everyone gave me a bunch of stuff for no reason besides what I assumed was that my character was female. Josh explicitly played female characters. Well, he always thought that the male characters looked ugly, so well, he's like, he I'm not going to play a male like, character. I want to look at women butts. Like, why would I play a male character when all I'm doing is watching myself run around? Like, at least be hot while I'm doing it. Fair. <laughs> I mean, valid point. Like, right? I wouldn't play a male character. 
No, they're weird. Yeah. Did you say what your favorite game growing up was? Growing up? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think <laughs> there's a couple that stand out. Like, I mean, just talking about like over the course of my whole childhood, like Oblivion, the. It was the one before Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls series, I think it was like four or five. Probably four? I don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of time into that. And, like, land parties with Halo. That was huge growing up with my, my friends and my brother and his friends. We'd get, like, up to four Xboxes and four TVs and have massive land parties. We were those kids. That was fun. That was cute. New storylines next? So if, Ooh, favorite storylines? Oh. Unless, what were you saying? I was going to ask if Perfect World was Riley's favorite, or just... I only ever played up. really one MMORPG. I played well, a little bit of WoW. Not while. an MMORPG. What was your favorite game growing up? Oh. Ooh, so that's hard. Uh, like, it doesn't... I mean, you don't have to say, like, definitively this is your favorite. Just, like, what comes to mind when you think of your favorite. Yeah, there was an old Xbox game called Blinks. Blinks the Time Sweeper. Mm. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's one I have to buy. Or I want to buy. It's because it's... Uh, Is it for the 360 as well? Uh, I think it's 360 compatible. Before we move on, did you guys ever play Oregon Trail? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that picked up. We can It's that loud spike there. <laughs> yeah, that loud, loud spike is his fart. Hopefully you guys heard that. Was you're like, what are you talking about? Um, I never played that. It seems like it's a lot of uh, people our age, like their childhood growing up. I never played it. I don't know. Maybe just because we had like dial-up forever, and it was, I think, an online game? No. Question. No? Okay. I don't know. Maybe we just never bought it, but I didn't ever play that game. That doesn't seem like the... Because we, we got a lot of our influence from Joss. Josh. <laughs> Who's Joss? Joss Whedon? <laughs> 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 um, and I don't... I think that's kind of his gameplay style. I think is his more. He's got a ton of different ones, obviously. You know, from Street Fighter to Zelda oh, yeah. to, you know, he even let us play interactive Barbies with. Oh my God! With was, Super Smash. He flamed us so hard because we'd set it up where it wasn't timed or anything. It was just lives, and we'd go like maps and like we choose still our characters do that. and like to, like jump around, like play like literally interactive Barbies. Like that's the best way I could explain it to you. Yeah. And he'd no, be we like, little, and, he'd, and he'd come to play with us, and he'd be like, I'll be Bowser. I remember this distinctly. He was Bowser, and I was Pikachu, and I don't know who you were, but he was like, come here, kitty. I was like, okay. Like, run up to him, and they, like, smashed me off the cliff. And I was like, Josh! I got so mad at him. And he was like, I promise, I want to do again. I promise, I promise, I promise. I was like, okay. And I went back up to him, and they did it again. He's like, I didn't mean to. We're like, get out of here. You're not allowed like, to play with us anymore. I don't know. We were young, though. I mean, like, under 10, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe like six, seven for me. Mm -hmm. So eight or nine for you. It's the best storylines. I loved Assassin's Creed. And I mean, not the first one, but the second one with Ezio and Damien? Maybe I just Damien haven't. Damien was in the first one too. Yeah. Was he? Damien's kind of like the main. He's the dude who, of, yeah, it goes in. Outside of it. It's his ancestors. I just remember, though, watching Josh play and, like, have such fond memories of it. Like, I remember spending hours watching him play through Assassin's Creed. But is that the best storyline for you? I thought it was a really good storyline. I don't think that I've played very many games of intense storylines. God of War, again, watched Josh play. That was play. a good one. That was a really good one, too. I feel like that was really interesting and, like, fun to follow along. And then I have fun memories of Josh, like, literally being up a piece of bread or a loaf of bread. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Sounds outside like of deep the story game. content. Oh. No, 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 I was Josh outside the game. He was like, I'm God of War. And, and I'm like, Kratos. Kratos. And like, because mom, okay, for backstory, mom was like, here, take this out to the chicken and ducks. Like, this bread's gone bad. Yeah. And so he took the loaf of bread and then he like ran out of like back steps at Flying Tea. There's like three little steps. And then, you know, you could like look out the door at it. Um, and he like threw it up in the air and like punched it and then like punched it into the ground. He's like, I'm Kratos. And like, just beat the fuck out of this loaf of bread. And it was, like, it had me and Nikki rolling, laughing. And, like, that's all he ever wanted to do was just make us laugh. So, like, yeah. and, like if it got in a reaction, he, like, rolled with it. God of War was a fun phase for Josh because I remember during that same time he was playing it, I, I was in the kitchen. He lived next door in the granny unit. And he came running over 
just started opening the fridge, punching random things in the fridge, closing it, <laughs> punching random things in the fridge. He's he's like, I feel like he still does this. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Phase. <laughs> it, was, it was like just out of the blue. And he runs over and looks at the butter dish and punches the soft butter. There's literally an imprint of his fucking knuckles in the butter. Oh my and then God. he goes running out. Like, Mom's like, why is there knuckles in the butter? I'm like, Josh punched it. I don't know. It's just like, what? what Joshua? <laughs> Uh, Alright, well, so for storyline, I mentioned I like Borderlands for that reason. Um, The first one, there's not much storyline at all. Don't at me, it really does nothing. The DLC is the only reason worth buying Borderlands 1. That was a struggle to get through. Yeah. That was kind of like how I feel WoW is now, where it's just, it was the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. Same quest, like, oh look, this area looks exactly the same as the last one, and... It's, oh, we're killing bandits again? Great. It, it's a little entertaining if you've played the pre-sequel and the second one, because you kind of know what's happening behind the scenes. But I don't think the writers had any idea when they wrote the first one that they were going to try and call back to it in the second and mm. pre-sequel. They just, like, tried to make it interesting. It was almost like in. a one-off, they felt like. I don't know if it was a one-off intentionally, but I think it feels... Like, there wasn't a whole lot going on in the story. It's a lot more disconnected. I think that's why they came out with the pre-sequel a little bit, was because they're like, okay, to give from you some the first context. one to the second one, there's such yeah, such a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom Hearts, I like a lot. I played that played a tiny bit games. on the DS. And I remember okay. being really invested in the characters and the storyline, and I was like, this is like one of those that I think you would fall down a rabbit hole. I feel like fan- is. Final Fantasy is one of those. I've never played them. But I know the fandom for them is so large and like so mm-hmm. hardcore. I think it's the same with Kingdom Hearts, where it's like it's just a huge, hardcore fandom. Yeah, there's a, there's a running joke, and I'm going to butcher it, because I'm not as huge of a fan as I could be, but it's the joke that Kingdom Hearts 4... Or sorry, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the 12th Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> because I think there's about that many Kingdom Hearts games. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and they're okay. The first, second are good. Um, there's one in between, and it's not the DS one. It was, uh, I forget, it had this card gimmick. It was okay, but not as good as first and second. But the storyline's really good. I liked it for that. At least from the storyline of those first couple ones. Fun fact for that, originally, the pitch for Sora was a kid with a chainsaw, not a key. Oh, oh my goodness. The original picture was much more gory. And they were like, um, this is a children's game, maybe not. I don't know if it was intended initially to be for kids. <laughs> I remember, like, the DS one, they had, like, some of the characters from Disney. Right. It was, like, Aladdin that's, that's, that's and... That's pretty yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. know, because, like, like I said, I just jumped in the middle of this one, and it was, like, there was... I just remember very intense storyline, and I was like, I feel like I'm missing a lot of information. I should have bought this game. You should play the first and second. Oh, I'd love, I'll probably, yeah, I'd definitely go back and replay it, like play the whole series type of the thing now that I can. Yeah. Well, maybe not the whole series. No, no, we're There's it. like 12 of them. <laughs> I mean, it's quarantine. I got a lot of time in my hands. So, I think I'm almost torn between two. Definitely the one that I rant about all the time is Subnautica. Mm. It's. You're breaking my heart, Nikki. I thought it was just a game. It is all storyline. It starts out, you're just trying to survive, but it turns into one of the most in-depth storylines that I've ever played. And it's very, it turns into very wholesome. It's like, the whole game's great because it's survival plus horror, plus like a really great story. But like, yeah. Just stop swiveling. Why? Every time I re-listen back to this, it's like, hey guys, no, I'm going to talk about that one. (laughs) You've literally never brought that up before. Several times. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I would say Subnautica, though. Don't be all butthurt. I'm not butthurt. I just didn't even know that was a problem. Specifically, Bioshock Infinite. 
Oh, it is good. That's a good storyline. I, I struggle with the Bioshock series because I get so jumpy and when my adrenaline's running, I'm the kind of person that's like, okay, I'm spooked, I'll play for a couple hours and then I won't touch it for several months. You know, and then I'll be like, well, I have to restart it because I have no idea what I was doing. And so I always get to the same place in Bioshock and then I quit playing and I'll put like 10 hours into it, you know, and then I'll back up. But with Bioshock Infinite, it starts lighter and happier and you get so involved that by the time it turns dark, you're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I loved the storyline of it. I thought it was really good and how it kind of wrapped everything all together as well. It was, it was cool. The ending was definitely a bit of a trip. Although, I don't know, I know you didn't like the ending, right? Yeah, I I kind of felt like overall the game was really good, but I couldn't replay it because it felt like in the end they just tried shoving the story up its own butt. And I, I guess take offense to it. I think it. Like, the characters deserve better. I think it makes sense. Um, I think you're a little more wholesome than me, and I'm like, yeah, ends in, you know, not so good. But it might be good, you know? It's kind of on a cliffhanger. It's... Because it has that moment. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, th I think it's a very good storyline. I'm sure the other Bioshocks feed into it, so they're probably part of it. That means they're decent, too, but I can't definitively say. So I've only played the first one in Infinite, but the first couple times I tried playing the first one, same as you, I couldn't get... And there was a point where I stopped, that I just... Same when they get. started having the garden stuff. That yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like it was like a like greenhouse area. area. It's uh -huh. like this is just I don't know something turned me off about it. Yeah, but uh, the storyline gets better for that, and that one's yeah. cool because the ending can change. Based on what you do. Yeah. Oh. Dishonored's another good one. Yeah. Storyline for that. And that one can change. It's not. I mean, I think it's pretty straight to the point, which is, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's a decent one. Do you guys have any games that were incredibly difficult that you've ever playing? Going off that, which game have you rage quit the most? Ooh. <laughs> Those could be the same. Hmm. I think one that comes to my mind quick is Ark. It's a game where you're like... Is that hard? It's very it's, hard. Yeah. I've never played it. It's a survival game with dinosaurs. And you can have like hours of progress that like a T Rex will come along and just eat everything. And then there's no like save points or anything. It's just like as you go, you know, you load in where you died or whatever. Yeah. And so you can just lose everything. It sucks. That's horrible. Yeah. But you I don't know, I think Rage quit probably league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have sworn off that game and said, I'm never fucking playing this stupid game again, and then of course I go back, like, two days later. Yeah. It's very easy to get tilted. Oh. Because, like, at your teammates or at yourself or otherwise, and, like, I've cried over that game more than I'd like to admit, because I just, I can't do things halfway. I either do it all the way or not at all. And so for me, like, when I do poorly even... I take it very hard, and I'm like, I'm just a shit player, I shouldn't even be playing, or like, I get really angry at teammates that are like, complete strangers on the internet and owe me nothing and just throw the fucking game on purpose because they're assholes, and it's like, I will get ridiculously angry about it that it's like, I need to take a step back and be like, no! <laughs> yeah, so it's called League of Legends, and it's traditionally like, five versus five team, uh, team game. It's pretty big, there's like, I think I want to say one of the biggest esports like yeah um, games there is. This was a study done years ago. It said that League of Legends actually has the most in-game play time of any game in the world. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the pro players, I mean, it's pretty like it's fun even just to watch. We'll watch like the pro games probably quite often. <laughs> uh, it's fun to keep up with, but yeah, it's. Teams of five, and if you're just playing like the two of us or one of you, and there's four, or you know, three. three or four other random people that you've never met or have no idea what they're like, and they could be trolling. Yeah, that's rough to deal with. And especially because like I used to main AD carry, which is like it's a duo lane. It's the only duo lane in the game, and you're reliant upon your support to not be an idiot and be competent and not an asshole. <laughs> 
And in normals, even ranked, I'd say, like, 80% of the time, they're not that. <laughs> you get 20% of the time, they're competent and or just not an asshole. But 80% of the time, they're either an asshole or incompetent and just don't give a fuck and, like, pick troll picks or just try to, like, leave lane and go do something else. And it's just very frustrating because it's like you can know what your capability is and it doesn't matter because they're going to fucking throw the game for you. I have a couple character faults that League is not a good game for me because of. I'm very competitive and as soon as I start to get good at something, I get bored of it. And so I don't like losing and I don't like feeling like I'm doing poorly. But as soon as I start doing well in a lane, I'm like, hey, let's go try this other lane. Or let's go back to this other one that I haven't played in, you know, six months to a year. Because I'm bored of my own. And so I just feel like I'm constantly frustrated, unless it's something like ARAM, where it's like, hey, I don't know this character at all, or even if I do, then hey, I feel better about it, but I feel worse, or I feel better about losing, simply because I don't expect to know what I'm doing, you know? Mm. So my game for most difficult and rage quits is the same. Is an old game, not really old, like early to mid 2000s, probably. It's called I Want to Be the Guy. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. Alright, so it was a platformer, and uh, there was two modes. You could play it where you couldn't save at all, and you had to beat the whole thing in one go. Or you could play it where every frame had a save point. Um, but the idea was that it was incredibly, incredibly hard. It's inspired a few games like it since. Can't get their names. Oh, what is the one that Felix always talks about? Dark Souls? No, no. Okay. Because um, I know that it's one that I've heard is incredibly, incredibly difficult. It's a difficult. stereotypical, difficult game. I tried to play it. It did not happen. It's similarly difficult, but it's a 2D platformer. Mm. In fact, after the podcast, if you guys will let me out, I'll load it on your computer and show you. Um, but So it's, it's really, really hard. It's a platformer. You can jump around. You have a little gun. There's no enemies, though. You just use it to hit save points and do various stuff. Um, but it's like the physics mess with you. Like you'll jump over. Okay, I'll explain. The first frame, the first window, is a few trees on like a cliff. So you walk past the first tree and an apple falls down and it decapitates you and kills you. So you have to dodge a bunch of apples that fall. You pass those, you have to get up on a cliff and then jump above. Then the apples start falling up and decapitating you. <laughs> And that's just the first window, and it takes people gotcha. like, 30 minutes to an hour to get through that first one, if you're new to it. I just remembered a game. Getting over it. Yes. <laughs> Getting over it with Ben and Fadi. I have not rage quit it the most, because I haven't played it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there's no progressive saving. Like, Well, you can like just log out, and it'll like reload Save you back progress. in. But I mean, like... Speedrunners can do it in like, I don't know, five minutes or something, ten minutes. But you're basically going up a mountain and the controls are insanely hard and difficult and they make it like that on purpose and you think your mouse is broken. <laughs> it yeah. If you haven't yet, you can even like look up just like a getting over it compilation of if you like look rage. At video game compilations, that's probably like half of them. It was specifically like rage ones, yes. Yeah, rage. I'd say, yeah, because there's so <laughs> many YouTubers that just like <laughs> I think it was Felix that specifically like, bought, like, the world's, like, biggest mouth. Like, he literally bought a mouth that was, like, two feet long because he's, like, I need to be able to, like, drag it along. And, like, you know, like, being, like, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. Is that it's a fucking mouse pad. Like, it's a mouse pad. So he bought, like, legitimately this giant ass mouse pad. So you can, like, it just, so many people, like, rage quit that. Yeah. Pretty sure Jacksepticeye played it, like, two or three times he and then literally went never went back. He was like, I don't like how angry this game makes me, and then just never revisited it ever again. Marka, Markiplier, like, threw his desk He has some pretty the... good reactions, and I think he plays it up a bit, but also, like, yeah. I think that is just genuinely how angry he gets. I think that was a fun game. I kind of enjoyed it when you It's kind of neat. Yeah. Until you find a one obstacle you just can't beat. Yup. <laughs> like that, like that shoot at the beginning, where you have to, like, like, climb up the little tunnel. Oh, you have to, like, yeah. go fast. It's not you go slow. You have to do, like, rapid. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Nikki got over it, but I couldn't do it. That's a hard one. And then he, like, plays jazz music. Just, like, piss you off. Oh, like, yeah. the smooth The antagonistic jazz. text and voice and music. Yeah. It makes Oof, it so much... That was a big loss. <laughs> That's gotta hurt. Like, it's like, oh, you fucking you asshole. You want to quit right now. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. I'll save your progress. Come back whenever you'd like. Mm, yeah. And it's like, you fucking douchebag. Uh... So with the, the game, I want to be the guy. 
it has an added bit of jerkiness. The original developer made it on an un intentionally unstable system, so crashes are actually kind of frequent. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, yeah. That's bad. We'll, have to, we'll have to let you guys play that a little bit. Seriously. I think some Zeldas I've rage quit. Have you? Absolutely, because it's like in temples, like if you can't get past something or if like you get past it and then you die and it like restarts you back to the beginning of the temple and like you lose all that progress and like bosses too in temples yeah. like where it'll kick you back to the very beginning of the temple and again, you've lost all of your progress, all of the enemies you beat right. getting to that point. Um, Super Mario with friends, I've rage quit that, <laughs> which is such a silly thing to rage quit, but if you played the Wii... And I think it's Super Mario Bros. where you can play with the friends, with the... you bubble. Yeah. I've rage quit that several that times. Fun. I don't think I've ever made it through a playthrough with friends. I think alone I could do it fine. But then it's like you play with people. Like, specifically Lauren comes to mind, and I love her, and she's amazing and wonderful. However, the slightest thing happens, and she bubbles. or like, And then when like there's actually danger, she won't bubble. And it's like, I am going to kill you. It just stay in the bubble. I don't even care. I'm just going to speed run this alone. <laughs> like, I'm over it. I think... I don't rage quit a specific game a lot. My rage quits are usually, like, circumstantial. Like, I'm in a bad mood. Mm. Or the game keeps crashing or lagging. Or most recently, it was, it was actually Final Fantasy III. I'm trying to do a playthrough for the first time. And they had this temple where you have to be tiny the whole time. But everything else is normal sized. So you try to stab someone with your sword, it's not going to do anything. But if you have magic, it'll work normally. I had my party all set up the way I wanted with only one magic user. And the only way to really beat that temple is to have more than one magic user. Um. And that made me so mad. I am still cranky about it because how dare you pigeonhole me into changing my party to have more than one magician. I should be able to get through that without that, you know? I think there should be other go-arounds. Like, I can turn big again in the temple, or, you know, maybe make the final rat have a little less health so that we can actually do something. But I tried it four or five times with my characters using, like, special abilities of their weapons and stuff like that, and it just didn't work until I finally turned them all into magic users and then went through and I beat it on the first try really easy and I'm just like, wow. this is, this is That's ridiculous. Annoying. How dare you make me? Like, I, I'm just not one to be pigeonholed. I like to be chaotic. That's a fun saying. I don't think I've heard that before. Pigeonholed? Pigeon mm -hmm. Huh. It's pretty common. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of this Lord of the Rings game. I think it was Lord of the Rings The Third Age. Um... Where it would be like you'd go up and you could pick up different party members. You can only do fights with three, but you could like level up different ones. But you have to like stick to them once you take them, or else you're just wasting experience because you can't like go back and repeat fights. Right. And there was like this elf healer, and she was like the only healer, so you like, couldn't do it without her. She wasn't like a fun character to level up or anything. Mm. I think specifically like there's the Balrog fight you do, and it's like impossible without her. So you don't want to have her, so like that's frustrating because yeah. if you can only have three, like that's obnoxious. So like, it's like Pokemon XP share. That's also a very difficult game. That took me a long time to get through it. I want to say it was probably sixth to eighth grade, something like that, is when it came out or when I played it at least, like PlayStation Two. And there's some of the fights like you'd get to like uh, Helm's Deep, and it was um, turn based, and I don't know how the initiative thing worked. I think it was just, like, predetermined. But you couldn't heal, like, if a fight... Like, you couldn't heal in the fight besides the spells. And you could run out of mana or, like, you know, spells or whatever. And it would do, like... Um, there'd be, like, a bunch of orcs that would spawn. And you kill those, and then another wave comes in. And there's no, like, respite in between... And there'd be like 18 waves or something like that. Oh. And you'd go back to the beginning if you lost on the last one. The last one was like three trolls. And you're out of like health and spells and all that crap. That was a hard one. There's a game that I shouldn't rage quit, but I do. And I think it's my own personal issues, but it's whenever I play in co-op. And that's Terraria. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I get frustrated with how certain things happen or like 
well, how could he find a magic mirror before me? Like, I... <laughs> it's these mental blocks that I have to work through. And I'm like, I'm going to go find a magic mirror. And he's like, look, I got two. I'm like, okay. Shut down. That was my whole mission, but fine. And then we'll go do something else. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And Riley's just so good at everything that when we play together, he's often surpassing me. I feel playing Minecraft right Right? <laughs> I'm going to go get some resources. Nikki literally to told us. build a us, mansion when I get back. <laughs> yeah, Nikki literally told us. She was like, because we all played together one time, and I was like, holy shit, Riley has like this giant ass base. I'm trying to build like this stupid fucking tree house. I'm like three blocks down, and Riley has like a turret, and I didn't even know that was in the game. <laughs> and Nikki's like, you just have to get over how good Riley is at video games. <laughs> you just, you can, you have to accept that he's going to be better than you, and he's going to make further progression than you. And then you can enjoy it at your own pace, but like you can't try and fight him. Good and advice beat him. inside. I didn't know any of this was a thing. Very awkward. No, it is. That's one of the things too. I used to, whenever I played Minecraft with Riley, get angry because look at his house. I have a dirt hut. Like he's got a mansion. Yeah. What? He's got elevators. You're like, babe, I built a bed, and he's like, oh, that's cute. He's got a whole room above, like 23. Where'd you get all the wool? You know. You know. Does like those redstone <laughs> things. I've seen zero sheep on this entire island so far. Where are you getting the No, um, but <laughs> I think I just need to come to that with Terraria because it's a really fun game. And like even when we fight bosses, he's always better at avoiding them and not getting hit. And so he survives longer. And I'm like, I've died twice and you haven't died at that's all. That's not true. There's an algorithm in there. Like the one that's doing the least DPS is targeted more or something. Yeah, but you're always targeted more, and you're always able to avoid it and survive longer. Yeah, anyways, but that's, I'm getting over it. I mean, so we wanted to go play, um, we were playing Minecraft all together, and we tried to beat the Elder Great Dragon. Yeah. And Riley was like, here's all these bows with infinite arrows, and then, like, we get there, I'm pretty sure Levi and Nikki immediately died. I know. I think Nikki I ran off the edge, and bad. then Levi literally like <laughs> ran up and like looked at one, and then got like smacked with a fucking. Oh, um, like the Slenderman. Yeah, yes. no, they're not Slenderman. Like <laughs> Enderman. Enderman. Well, I, I looked at like twenty Nikki. of them at once, and just yeah, got Levi wrecked. like just like we're like don't go up above the surface. We're not ready yet. We're waiting for Nikki to get back, and Levi's like running up there, and then like there's all these Enderman. He's like, oh god, I'm dying. Like my defense. Riley was just like. <laughs> yeah, I get stressed out. Like, He's like, just you guys try to avoid the Enderman, and I will destroy all of the turret things and kill the Ender Dragon. It's fine. In my defense, when we first got there, we were trying to build this pathway up, and I like opened up a doorway where the Ender Dragon immediately shot down flames. So it was kind of a thing of chance where I just hit the wrong block and got flamed. Literally. <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. Riley was just like, please just stay in this hole. And then Levi's like, I just want to go up and look around. <laughs> Riley, I think, does not have anger. I, I didn't understand that. Sweet Enderman, baby Riley. I didn't understand the Enderman mechanic at that point. And like, sweet, I know you're going to look at him, but I just, I mean. He's like, I didn't even look at him. <laughs> I thought you had to, like, go up to them and look at them. I was like, look at across the map, and there's 20 <laughs> coming at me. And then I ran back to everyone else and got us all killed or something. <laughs> Yo, and Riley was. Sweet Riley, who never gets frustrated at anything, was like just about to rage quit with us. <laughs> like, okay, what? you guys got. I this. think the maddest I've ever seen that man is like when he like got upset about Nikki getting the wrong order in a restaurant, and then it, this was like the more upset than that oh, though. Yeah, yeah. This was like the highest level of upset I've ever seen Riley. Shows like veins popping out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> he gets one vein. Right oh my god. <laughs> Oh, look, out. it's there now! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's near the sky. Very well could be. <laughs> but, no, it's on this side. Oh my god. It's right here. Is it popping? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're being about to make flashbacks of fighting the Ender Dragon. After he worked so hard to get us there, too, like, mind you, it was not an easy feat to get us to the Ender Dragon. No, we're like, we're not ready. And Riley's like, we have everything. We should go fight the Ender Dragon. And I'm like, my base isn't even done. <laughs> we're not ready. And then, speaking of, now that this has turned into a Minecraft episode, <laughs> I almost burned down Nikki's house once after I destroyed all the chickens. Or was it the cows? I think I lost all the cows out. It was a freaking farm, yeah. No, it I was burned the her house down early on. <laughs> it was the chickens because that one had the fire mechanism to, like, kill them as soon as they were birthed. 
And then somehow I released the lava bucket and it was burning down your house and I had to like put out the fire and I was panicking and then all the chickens were shooting out and it was just, <laughs> it was just a nightmare. And poor Nikki wasn't even online so I just like rebuilt it real quick. <laughs> it was my not, knowledge. well rebuilt. I think, yeah. And then Levi <laughs> caught it on fire like the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I he was know. doing something I don't even know how, but he like caught it on fire. He's like, "Oh my god, I caught Nikki's house on fire!" I was like, "What?" We're still in the process of building a giant cow in that server. Yup. That's right. Stop paying for it. The past probably gone. You think it's gone forever? Probably And I remember Levi was playing as my character, and he was harassing you, and then you knocked him off, and I died and lost all my experience. <laughs> I was really pissed. That's. He was throwing chickens. <laughs> at I warned him. I said, "If you keep throwing chickens at me, I'm gonna knock you off the ladder." <laughs> he thought you couldn't. <laughs> Was I throwing? I wasn't throwing. Like, I was throwing eggs. eggs. <laughs> and having like five chickens spawn in my giant cow that I was building. And I'm like, how am I supposed to run around and build this when I'm worried about chickens? And so I knocked him off, but he was on Alyssa's computer. And so. I mean, this is all very yeah. fair. She did warn me extensively. I did. <laughs> I was the one to suffer, much like Riley. Do you guys notice this fork that Riley's still holding in there? Yeah, Riley has a pocket fork. In his pocket. Well, we're at 55 minutes. You guys have anything else you'd like to talk about? I have some honorable mentions. Yeah, let's hear them. Uh, there's an old Xbox game that is really, really cool. It's called Vex. It's a plat- 3D platformer. The uh, writer called it a love letter to Super Mario. Aww. It was. It's a pretty cool game. It's a really good platformer for its time. The controls are wonky, but once you get past that... It's really enjoyable. Yeah, it's really cool. A lot of diversity in that. Check that out. Um, I have a couple other games I want to bring up, but uh, since I can't think of them now, just Vex. Check out Vex. V-E-X-X. It's on the Xbox 360. Xbox. Oh, it could work. Yeah, it does work on the Speaking of League, I'd like to apologize to Vivian, <laughs> our most loyal listener, for that last game our we played, babe. and I fed so hard. I also fed very hard. But, in my defense, I was going against a level 7 Wukong as Kale, and I don't know Kale very well. I think I have like 10 games under my belt with her in top lane. Wukong. Wukong? Isn't it Wukong? Yes. Where's it Kong? Is it Kong? Wukong. Oh, wow. Okay. You dare? Oh, dummy. <laughs> you dare threaten me? I don't know. I'm. Question? Wow. There Fair. you go. Fair. That's a word. Anyways, yes, public apology to Vivian and her sweet friend who was also playing, and they're listening on Vs Chat. Vs Chat? No, was it Vs Chat? I don't know. Wow. I meant voice. I think because he said EQ. <laughs> no, I don't know. Who, it was a guy, and I don't remember his name. He played Karma, and then he accidentally DC'd. And there, Zaya was so sweet because she was like, What happened to Karma? And, um,. Vivian was like, oh, sorry, like, he deceived. And she was like, I feel so bad for killing him. I knew something was wrong. I should have killed him. Oh, my bad. Like, sweetest player. So yeah, shout out to that random Zaya player. What? I think the enemy team felt bad for winning. Yeah. Because we had, like, a DC. And it wasn't their fault. And, like, I mean, that was not the reason we lost. <laughs> because Vivian <laughs> did a fine in her lane, 1v2. Me and Levi were, like, feeding. Wukong literally left to go make food, and I wasn't able to make any he progression. came back. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad. So, <laughs> shout out to Vivian for being a saint as always. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all of you listening. Anchor estimates there is seven of you, so Ooh. there's six other than Vivian, <laughs> approximately. Find our Facebook and like it and write on it. And, and tell we'll us that you listen. Shout you out, yo. Yeah. Road ramblings. Yeah, road ramblings. And if you're bored, listen to our podcast. If you've already listened, listen again. You probably said some stupid shit we don't remember that you can call us out on because 100%. I immediately delete the second I'm done editing. Like, I don't remember a single word that I said in the podcast. True. You also check out our Instagram where we'll be posting photos of um, GTA 2. GTA 2. It's at Rover and Blinks, all one word. If you're interested in our Twitter, which is very inactive because I don't understand Twitter very well. It's RogueRamblings underscore, or you can always send us an email, and I literally squeal with glee and send it to our group chat, being like, look, we have an email, aka the one email from Vivian. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yes, thank you, and it's RogueRambling with no S, like, it's just RogueRambling at gmail.com, so not ramblings, no S, but RogueRambling at gmail.com. Um, leave us a review, preferably five stars if you feel like it deserves it. 
Don't leave us a review. Be if you're gonna leave us one yet. star. If no, you're, be honest. No, no, just don't leave it. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings will get hurt. I, I would. That's why no one else has rated it. <laughs> like, ooh, I'm not gonna give them a bad review. So we're just no, not no. giving any. Oh, I'll, I'll find you. Man, no. I feel really bad. I just plugged the podcast and I work. Like, we started getting, like, one-star reviews. And I'm like, oh, no, these are all, like, over. We know exactly who it was. And, like, well, they told us to be honest. So. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're stuck at home, bored, quarantine, like, chat up with us. Leave us a review. Tell your friends about us. Even if it's just to, like, cringe at how awkward we are. Yes. All together. We talk about how horrific this podcast is all together. So, you know, it gives you bonding things. Tell us your, uh, your ideas for, for episodes. Yeah, we're running out of ideas, so we're just going to start talking random nonsense, so that's on you. What are your favorite games? Let us know. Um, Vivian, if you have any ideas, because I know you're a loyal listener, let us know what you want to hear about. We love you guys. I hope you're doing okay during all this craziness, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Dang